With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hey everybody, how you doing? This is Bill Williamson. This is Silver and Black Pride. What is happening? This is our show for the 18th of August. 26 days before the Raiders go to Carolina, play them Panthers. <clears throat> there might be some fans in the stands. Raiders are it's coming along. We've got a great show today. You know what we do here is that we talk about everything that's gone on in the last week. And during the season, we're going to do it twice a week. And when there's breaking news, we're going to be all over that. And we have all kinds of stuff on Silver and Black Pride. It's a fun site. It's your site. And I'm enjoying being there. Um, so y- what we do is talk about what's happening. I try to make you the smartest fans in the Raider Nation. This is my job. This is your passion. But you guys have lives. This My job is to find out Raider stuff. So I tell you everything I know. And it's a lot of fun. And, you know, we'll, we talk a lot at the beginning of shows about... What's going on in the coronavirus? Because it's really depending on that if we're going to have a season. And, you know, who knows? This thing changes daily. But I think the NFL and every team, and and the Raiders are certainly in that group, really deserves to be applauded. There is so much anxiety, so much work. And now we are three weeks into training camp. And there's only 10 active cases of people, players on the reserve COVID-19 list. 10 in the league. Well, well, well under 1%. Way under 1%. The Raiders have had three players on it in camp, and they've all been cleared. Max Crosby and running backs. Devontae Booker and Rod Smith, of course. John Gruden talks about how serious it is. He thinks, he's telling his guys, the teams that handle it the best are the teams that are going to win. So that's the motivation there. Derek Carr talked about it today. It's going well. I know there's a plan for Carolina to have fans in the stadium, but we'll see. The Chiefs have said that they're going to have 22% capacity. That's about almost 17,000. So the Raiders will play in, you know, play in front of a crowd on October 11th, and they'll probably play front of crowds at some points this year. That won't happen in New England. The Patriots said we're you know we're we're not there's not gonna be any games at Gillette Stadium through September and then they'll see what happens. Any fans rather, excuse me. There will be games. Raiders play their uh, the twenty seventh of September, week three. So it's just gonna be a, a, a hodgepodgey thing and a week to week really. And we know that there's no games in Vegas no fans in Vegas this year. And we know how much of a bummer that is. And it's just really week to week. Um, and, you know, that's kind of all we got to talk about, the coronavirus right now. And that's good because sometimes I've talked half the show about it. So that's an excellent change of pace. 
And the great news for the nation today, the Raider Nation, Tom Flores is as close as he's ever been to election in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. He was the senior committee um, nominee for coach nominee. Um, he, there's only one coach nominee that will be voted on. And usually when, on those, when there's one person from a category, it usually happens. It needs 80%. John McClain of the Houston Chronicle, who's a longtime committee member, tweeted today, that's basically a rubber stamp. So it's basically a foregone conclusion. It'll be something crazy not for him to get 80%. And he'll get in. He told uh, Scott Bear today that, yeah, no, I, I, I am a little, basically a little nervous. You know, Tom Flores at 83 has had a lot of disappointments. Um, but it looks like this is going to happen, and certainly well-deserving. Only one or two people to win a Super Bowl as a player. He went to Kansas City as a backup quarterback. Assistant coach. Did it on John Madden's staff Super Bowl eleven and head coach. Did it in Super Bowl 15 and 18 with the Raiders. But, you know, I, I talked to Jim, Jim Plunkett today, the quarterback of those two Florida Super Bowl teams, who probably deserves to be in the Hall of Fame, too, along with the late Cliff Branch and Lester Hayes, one of my all-time favorites. I talked to Jim today, and I said, do you think one of the, reason, do you think one of the reasons why he hasn't gotten in, talking about Tom Flores, is that he's kind of underappreciated and kind of a didn't have a big personality. And he goes, yeah, maybe, you know, he followed John Gruden, who was, had a huge personality. And Tom was more quiet. And Jim said, you know, sometimes I had to lean forward in meetings to hear what he said because he was a pretty soft-spoken guy. Um, but he said he was as prepared as anybody. Any coach I've had in my 17-year career, he was as prepared as anybody. And it's well-deserved for Tom Flores, so... I know how important Super, uh, excuse me, Hall of Fame is to all of you, and it looks like one of the Raider snubs is about to get this wrong righted, and it will happen in February. The votes in February, day before Super Bowl, and the enshrinement will be early April, uh, August of next year. So good, 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 fun things ahead, which we appreciate. Um, you know. It's funny, now that training camp has started and you see tweets and you hear interviews, it's always one of my least favorite parts of the year because every team's going to win the Super Bowl. Every team's better than they were last year. And, you know, like John Gruden said, oh, we're much faster than we were last year. He said that last year. Every year, every year Derek Carr talks about how much better they are than the year before. At some point, we're going to have to really see it, right? And I'm not ripping those guys. It's just the reality. And maybe this is the year. Maybe this is the year. And it happens throughout the league. Everybody thinks they're going to win the Super Bowl. Um, you know, we're not going to have any preseason games this year. <laughs> Excuse me. And so there, we will see less of the kind of the preseason warriors that guys that really have no chance of making the team or a chance of, but look good in the preseason, and then everybody fans think that that's the next great hope. 
we're only going to get that through tweets now because we won't be seeing them. So, you know, the flavor of the month is Javin White, who's a great story. He's from Oakland, went to UNOV. That's very Raider, right? Um, he might be great. I'm not saying he's not going to be great. But just because he's looking good now, and a lot of people are talking about him, Max Crosby says he comes downfield like, a, you know, like an animal. I love hearing that. But let's see it, you know, let's see him make the team and then make some plays. So basically what I'm saying is take everything what we hear now with just a grain of salt. Um, but, you know, the word is Derek Carr's looking good. John Gruden praised Marcus Mariota last week. But I guess Mariota's not having the best of camps. Uh, looks like Carr is. So let's see, you know, they're praising the, the rookie receivers. So let's see it. Let's get this done. Let's have a lot of fun. Let's see these Raiders take it to the next level this year. That's what it needs to be, right? We don't need to see 8-8. Eight and eight. Nah. Not after 6-4 and a four last year. I know it was 7-9, and nine, but I, I'm not going to say 8-8's eight eight progress. Let's get to at least 9 wins this year. Playoff or not, but with 7 teams in the playoffs, 9 wins should get you there. So... That's what I'm aiming for. That's what I think should, you know, should be the deal. What do you think? Terrell Williams said that um, Brian Edwards reminds him of Mike Williams, who he, uh, Mike and Tyrell Williams play together with the Chargers. Uh, I've heard Keenan Allen comparisons. Um, it's interesting. I, I think the Raiders have somebody really good there. Uh, Josh Jacobs says his goal is to get 60 catches this year. Um, we'll see. He got 27 targets last year. You know, I mean, look at There's a lot of targets. I'm not saying Josh Jacobs can't do it, but there's a lot of targets. You know, Renfro's going to have more. The ro- two rookies are going to have more. Um, Lynn Bowden, third rookie, is going to have more. Um, and Jason Witten. Foster Moreau is going to be healthy the whole year, hopefully. You know, you, you, Waller's going to get a ton. So I just don't know if there's that many targets out there. But, you know, let's see. I, I wouldn't be surprised if you got 40 catches. I'm not saying Josh Jacobs is incapable of anything. I think he's quite capable. But let's just, let's just see it happen. Um... You know, hearing good things about Nelson Aguilar, who hasn't done a whole lot in his career. So what we see, Nelson Aguilar loves Brian Edwards' hands. He's the best hands he's seen in a while in the NFL. I mean, that's a great compliment. This guy's been in the NFL for a while. The Raiders signed Detone Jones, a defense end. Um, we'll see if he makes a team. The Athletic today was talking about Arden Key, how good he looked. How explosive he looked, and he has to have a big camp. People I've talked to in the organization feel like he really has to show the Raiders something. And, and that Rod Marinelli has a an open, his mind is open to Arden Key, who hasn't done much in two years after being a third-round pick. But if he can be dynamic in, in camp, he'll get a spot. Unless Detone Jones really takes it from him. But they want, you know, they want those starters to be 
Crosby and Pharrell, and then Nesbitt, the free agent pickup, and Key to be the backup pass rushers. That's what they want. People are talking up Pharrell. We're talking about guys who are getting talked up. Pharrell's another one. Again, great to hear. Need to see it on the field. Not saying it's not going to happen, but let's see it. More talking up. Paul Gunther, really excited about this group. He says he has everything now. He has talent all throughout the defense. He says sometimes he couldn't make calls last year because he didn't have the talent. Well, that was too bad. I mean, it was him and John Gruden's second year with the team, so they should have got some better players. Um, if this doesn't work, if this defense isn't great this year, maybe Paul Gunther gets fired. If he says he really has a group now, I think the pressure is on him. He compared Malik Collins to Geno Atkins, who's been one of the best defensive tackles in the NFL the last decade. That'd be great if uh, Malik Collins can play unbelievable. He signed a one-year deal. Have him play great, sign him to a big contract, keep him in Las Vegas for his career. Derrick Rod Marinelli, why not? Right? Some people think that... uh, Alec Ingold is going to get more carries. I know the Raiders want their backup running backs to get some more carries. They, they're not completely satisfied with the backup running back. So maybe Ingold does get some more carries. Um, Damon Arnett was working with the first team a little bit. We're going to see that more. What's, what's, I'm very fascinated to see how the cornerback position falls out. You know, the, the secondary could be a big plus. And with better pass rushing, it's better secondary. With better secondary, it's better pass rushing. I think the waiver wire is going to be crazy this year on September 6th, the day after the cutdown date. Because nobody's going to have any film on anybody. The only film they're going to have is on the two hard knocks team. So what's going to happen? We'll cross that bridge when we get there, but it's going to be fascinating. The Raiders were reportedly talking to Michael Kendricks, starting linebacker. Um, last year, last week, couldn't get anything done. Probably financials. Maybe they revisit it if he can't get another deal somewhere else. Maybe, maybe they will. Um, so clearly the Raiders are looking for more linebacker help. I think the linebacker position is fascinating. Beyond uh, Kwiatkowski and Littleton. Oh, by the way, Gunther said that Collins was the best acquisition they got in the offseason. A lot of people thought it was uh, Littleton. Certainly the most expensive, but he thinks it's Collins. So that's pretty cool. Let's see them both be really good. But clearly they they want another linebacker. They brought in Bryce Hager. Javon White's getting a lot of a lot of praise as we said. You know, there's Nick Morrow, there's there's Wilbur, there's Justin Phillips. It's going to be interesting to see who is in who is the what is, what does the six linebackers look like? And I can see that maybe they add somebody else because they've been looking at guys. So we'll see. The athletic reporter Tanner Muse is a little shaky. 
He's been a little slow. I wouldn't be too worried about that. It's early. This guy was going to be special teams guy anyways. Nobody says he's going to be a starting linebacker right away. So maybe he's just a good special teams player. He's a little high for third round. But let's see. Let's see. Let's see how this goes. He went to Clemson. He's played big boy football. Let's see. Let's give him a few more weeks at least, right? Trent Brown is still out. John Gruden's not saying if he's injured. But he hasn't practiced, you know, in a week. So we'll see. Um, you know, I tweeted something the other night saying, you know, the question is, isn't whether Derek Carr can be better than Mariota. It's can he be better than the Derek Carr of recent seasons? That's what we need to see. It's just not Marcus Mariota. He's better than Marcus Mariota. But can he get back to that 216 level? Can the Raiders get back to that 216 level? I mean, it's going to be a huge topic. The return, the punt returners right now are Aguilar, Renfro, a little bit of Bowden, little Rico uh, Gafford. That's still to be determined. I, that I, you know, I I wouldn't be surprised that thing's not settled by the season. That they still work around that in the season. Um, Mike Silver indicated that John Gruden is higher on. Derek Carr more than people in the owner's box. I found that to be an interesting take because he didn't come out and say Mark Davis. But the Raiders don't have this big ownership group. It's pretty much Mark Davis. I know there's owners, minority owners, but, you know, as far as decision makers. So was he suggesting that Mark Davis isn't that high on Carr? It really doesn't matter. He's the quarterback for this year. And if he's good, he'll be the quarterback in 2021. And if he's not, he won't be. It's as simple as that. I mean, we're always talking about it, but it's as simple as that. So I, I think that's our show. We got through a lot, didn't we? Bang, bang, bang. I know I'm goofy. I, I know I, I, I talk goofy. I have fun. But hopefully you say, you know what? That guy just, I didn't know all that. I hope, I hope you enjoy it. We'll be back next week and we'll be back. Twice during the season. I've done Raiders podcasts for the last four years. We have a lot of fun. I appreciate you. I'm Bill Williamson, and this is Silver and Black Pride. Check out the site. We'll talk to you soon. Be safe. Be happy.